0: Hey, what's going on guys? This is Sean. On today's episode, I'm thrilled to be joined by the remarkable Mayette Ajayi. Mayette is a spiritual guide and teacher who is passionate about helping others heal from their past traumas. Mayette's journey to spiritual enlightenment was not without its challenges, which means she can speak on this from experience. She's experienced physical and sexual abuse, homelessness, and a near-death experience. However, it is through these trials that she has found her purpose in helping others find truth within themselves and the power of their energy. Through one-on-one healing sessions, workshops, classes, live events, speaking engagements and retreats, she has led countless souls to the light of the sun within them. In this episode, we'll explore Myette's journey, her spiritual teachings, and how we can all apply these principles to our daily lives. I hope you enjoy this latest episode of Me and the Crew. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Me and the Crew. I am your host, Sean E. Leverett. Today, I have a very special guest with me, someone who has dedicated her life to helping people heal and find peace in their journey. She's a spiritual healer with a unique approach to healing that combines ancient wisdom and modern techniques. I'm honored to introduce you to my friend and colleague, Mayette. Mayette, can you introduce yourself to our listeners, please? (laughs) Thank
1: you for having me, first, Sean. I appreciate it. Um, I'm honored and grateful to be a part of this show. Um, My name is Mayet Ajib. I am a certified Hume Method certified spiritual life coach. I am a Reiki master of over seven different um, practices in Reiki, and I am a spiritualist, um, one who believes in um, energy and that one receives what they put out definitely, whether they are accepting of it or not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I am a mother. Okay, of three mm-hmm. beautiful uh, children. I have a 33-year-old daughter. I have oh, a 27-year-old okay. daughter. <laughs> yeah, 33, 27 da- 27-year-old daughter and a 24-year-old son with three beautiful grand kings. Um, they are, one just turned 13 and the others, the twins, the twin boys, they will turn 11 in June. So I have a full family of 14 brothers oh, wow. and two sisters <laughs> yeah wow. okay. Uh uh-huh. uh yeah so I am just uh, I, people call me mama Juju auntie um they call me mama Mayette um they call me mama love but I am I am just Mayette I uh desperately try to ensure that I am an example in everything I do. Now, I don't always make it now, brother, but, you mm-hmm. know, I, okay. I try to be the best that I can be every day.
0: Okay. So that's a little okay. bit me. All right, now, be honest. How how often do you get told you don't look enough, you don't look old enough to have children that age? All the time. All the time. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have guessed it. <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed it. I'm like, hey, yeah lie. OK, yeah. okay. Yeah. And see, I wanted to dis- I wanted to describe you. I was like, OK, I can do the introduction for it. But she's got so much going on and I'm sure I'll miss out on it just so everybody knows. Um, the way I do it is I ask everyone for a bio. And the reason for that, um, because people who will tell you who they are, it will give you their background. But there is a ton of stuff that slips through the cracks. And those are the kind of things in which we like to talk about on this show anyway, because that gives you more detail into who they really are as a person. Um, so right. I wanted to introduce you, but I was like, ain't no way I'm going to do that justice. So and I know you're a spiritual <laughs> healer. And I didn't we didn't want to just say that because there's so much more that you do. And I know you caught my ear yeah. my eye on, on social media and uh, you were talking to women specifically um, regarding... Yes men. And I was just like, oh, okay. I was like, I know she's getting a lot of backsplash about that. I know.
1: She- <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Oh, my I gosh. She- <laughs> I, I
1: have got so many different uh, variations of perspectives, shall I say. Mm-hmm. And I respect all of them because, honey, I used to be one of them. I used to be mm-hmm. a person who didn't understand. I only understood. I was under the standing, if that makes sense, of mm-hmm. what it was and the perspective of others, I was only able to see my own.
0: And therefore
1: I blame shame victim game. And it wasn't Mm. until I hit a hard spot in my life. And I've had a lot of hard spots. Okay. But it wasn't until I hit a spot uh, where I said, you know, it got to be more than this. It has to be more than this for me to do. I have to see what's going on with me because I started to recognize and realize some of my shortcomings and not some of them, actually a whole lot of them. And I decided to just kind of look at myself and say, all right, it's time to look at the woman in the mirror. At that point, I wasn't a woman. I was a little girl in a woman's body. Mm. And that was a hard pill to swallow. And I did some various um, healings, you know, within myself. I, I separated myself from society, dealing with my children and my grandchildren that were in my home for about two years. And I did mm-hmm. some deep soul searching. I had I did a lot of ugly cries. You hear me? When I say ugly, I'm talking about snotting and carrying on. And. Okay? <laughs> um, and I had to just come to some realizations and accept some things, forgive some things, release some things. Mm-hmm. and then I mm-hmm. was able to see as I was unfolding into all of the beautiful um, magic, so to speak, that was surrounding me within the men that were in my life, my brothers, my uncles, my cousins, you know and 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 listening to recalling all of the things that they said in the past, looking at their mannerisms in that present moment. and then I began to um Sit with them me. a little bit more, listening mm. to them a little bit deeper and gaining mm. an understanding of how to apply what I had been taught coming up. Um, and I noticed that in my past relationships, I've been married twice. In my mm-hmm. past relationships, I was always pro- giving what it was that I was taught, but I didn't realize that I was giving it from an unhealed space so I was bringing people into my atmosphere. My marriages were men who were unhealed, just there to mirror what I needed to see, learn, heal, and grow. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love it, man. I love, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm, you know, I have, I have a 26-year-old and a 16-year-old and I've been married also. And I was, we, we mirror each other in some of those, uh, in some of those facets. And I, the things that you touch on when I hear you talk, you know, there was a time when I was at a stage where it was, yeah, I, I didn't understand, I, I wasn't complete. I, I was, I wasn't mm-hmm. even trying to be complete. And I, I thought I had it together based on what I was able to do what I was able to buy, where I was able to live. And, you know, those things didn't help you sustain the relationship. And you realize that it's two different people coming from two different backgrounds with two different histories, um, with two sets of trauma. And, you know, if you don't address those, this was my experience, if, you know, if you don't address those going in, you bring those into the relationship. And no matter Mm -hmm. how much you think you can, and you, you're not even thinking about running from those things or hiding from those things, but you're just not dealing with them. And you figure they will take care of themselves on their own or they'll manifest into something different while you're in this relationship. And you're doing a relationship and that person that you're with a disservice. That that was mm-hmm. my biggest thing. And, you know, I, I look back at it now and I was like, man, you know, I messed that up. Not, not saying that you guys were meant to be together, but. I messed that up, taking personal responsibility for the part that you played, mm-hmm. not anything that they did. Um, because they you know, when they came into the relationship, whatever issues they had going on, they had going on before you met them. And whatever mm-hmm. issues I had going on, I had those going on before I met you. So no one's responsible for you know you. Same way no Absolutely. one's responsible for your responsible for your happiness. You gotta find that for yourself. So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I was excited about today. I was like, I'm gonna learn some stuff. I'm I'm not even planning on talking. I'm not even planning on talking a whole lot. You know, I, I think I'm just gonna sit back and I know she can't see me, but I'm just gonna nod my head and say mm-hmm, a lot and just let her, <laughs> and just, let her <laughs> and just let her go. You talked about um, having the epiphany where you know your spiritual journey started. Was there something specific that triggered that, or was it just a stage in your life where you hit rock bottom? And how, how did that come about?
1: Oh, brother, it was a conglomerate of things. Um, I can say that the tip of the or the 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 climax in that part of my my journey was um, going in circles, recognizing Mm -hmm. that I was in a loop and that I was truly unhappy. But I wasn't unhappy with everything else. Everything else was showing me me. And Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, what is happening? What am I this bad of a person? Like, golly, I mean, I got to get my ish together. You know, I Mm got to get it right. I got to do, I'm like, how can I do better? I don't even know where to start. And so the the catalyst that brought me to the point or the, the person who brought me to the point of this awakening was my middle daughter. Mm. Um, see I was I I was uh, we were born Christian when I say born Christian I mean my family that's where they took us to Christian churches and um, different denominations of such and um, my daughter you know that was a a stapled belief although I couldn't always stay in the church, like I couldn't, it was always, I was like, I was, I just don't know. I'd be doing good one moment. And the next minute I'm like, I don't even believe in half the stuff they're saying sometimes. I don't understand <laughs> it. They're not properly explaining it to me. Like what's yeah. going on here? But there was, there was a, 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 an ingredient that was dropped and deposited into my spirit that hmm. caused me to have specific morals based off of the book. And um, when my daughter Started to question it. I wasn't going to stop her. I would just, I would listen to her talk,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then I, it caused me to go and investigate spirituality.
0: Mm-hmm. And as I
1: began to, I was already in a torn up place. So when I began to investigate it, I used to hide and sneak in my own house. It was mm-hmm. nobody else to stop me, but I was sneaking to to um, meditate because I thought mm-hmm. that was a sin. And Ooh. so in the, in, in the act of meditation, I began to get, awaken some of the things that I am capable of. And, um, I began to share them with her and there was a fast track of bringing me, it was like the you and I verse was saying, girl, finally, it's time. Mm. Uh-oh come on with it. And so I asked, what am I supposed to be doing? After I've done that for several months, I asked, what what am I supposed to be doing with this information? Like, how am I supposed to be helping people um, uh, to to realize such things? And I know, how do I help myself first? So um, I was um, guided into a direction uh, when I first got um, into spirituality to um, start the school that I had graduated from. Mm-hmm. And I found, it was so funny how I found it, but we gonna go into that story. At any rate, it was painful. It was so much pain that it was unbearable. And I knew there had to be a way out. I knew that I didn't want to take my life. I had tried that a few times mm. when I was mm. in my early 20s um, mm. I had um, was tired of a lot of things and I said you know I know I, I know I can't take my life because you keep me here for some reason whoever you are whatever you are whatever wow. governing body you are you're keeping me here nothing is helping mm-hmm. so I need you to show me how to do what I need to do because I need to find some peace and solace and so in finding that peace and solace, I found it through exploring exploring myself in in healing. We are literally preventing ourselves from moving forward because we are so stuck in
0: the devices that have been handed to us by people outside of us. You mentioned that you you have people who come to you from all walks of life. How how does how yes. would that work if someone and you went back to the church because I, I was raised in the church, not by my family. I was actually mm-hmm. the only person in my family that went to church on a regular basis. And just mm-hmm. being honest, being honest with everybody. Um, I was only there because I could not go to the church picnic if I was not a member. I was only there because <laughs> I could not play on the sports team if I wasn't a member. I wasn't, I wasn't there trying, <laughs> I wasn't there trying to get any spiritual perspective. I just wasn't and um it became a follow orders kind of deal for me um, but the deeper I dove into it the more questions that I had and mm-hmm. when I asked questions they'd always tell me not to question it um mm-hmm. which just confused which just confused me even more um, from that mm-hmm. perspective which you know it, 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 when I wasn't in a church I was acting up To to put it that Mm -hmm. way, and just being honest and putting Mm -hmm. myself out there, because my life is an open book to just about any and everybody who wants to know anything about me. Um, And you Mm -hmm. fast forward to much later where, you know, you're searching for something that's greater than you. You know, you need to Mm -hmm. answer to something. I give that advice to everybody. You need to answer to something. I don't care what it is for you, but you need to answer to something that's greater than you, because you know there are consequences for you, as opposed to you just being always accountable to yourself. You have to be mm-hmm. because if you're only accountable to yourself. This is what I found for me. You will eventually take days off. You will take moments mm-hmm. off. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's the equivalent of like when you have children and much like you, I'm sure, you know, you cannot do the same things or react the same way when you have children around because you're responsible for them and your actions have consequences, not just for you, but for them. And that was going to lead into my question. Someone who comes from a family fully religious background, whether that be Episcopalian, um, Orthodox, whatever. and But you know they need healing. That you know they need healing and you know that you can help them based on who mm-hmm. you are and what light is on you. How would you help someone who who's, okay, well, I, I have these Christian principles only. How, how would you approach mm-hmm. someone in that facet?
1: Well, if they have, it doesn't matter whether you have Christian principles, Mm -hmm. whether it's Hinduism, Buddhism, whether it's from Islam, Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't matter where your principles lie, you as an individual um, suffered in some way, shape, form or fashion, whether it's something Mm -hmm. that is uh, of a conscious nature or a subconscious nature throughout your upbringing. We Mm -hmm. are only, well, we are, we, some of our parents, most of our parents, a lot of our parents, and even us as parents are, are, are parenting from a 13 year old perspective, or a 12 year old perspective, or a 19 year old perspective. And Mm -hmm. we can only, we can only guide. And in our guiding, there's no manual to parenting.
0: No right. matter what
1: religious background you come from, there is no right. manual to it. It is mm-hmm. a case by case basis. I'm gonna teach you what was taught to me, and mm-hmm. some people, some people have learned that everything they were taught wasn't healthy, mm-hmm. um, for them. So they decide to do something different. I'll give you a little backstory from me, because mm-hmm. of the things I went through coming up, abused, and uh, being homeless, and things of that nature. Um, I um was overly protective with my children. And that was a hindrance Mm -hmm. to them. I would not allow them to experience. It wasn't until my son and I started to awaken my baby boy. He was uh, in high school, actually his, his last year, eighth grade year going into his freshman year that I had started to create changes in my life. And I started to see that children are individuals who have a right to say what they feel and to express themselves, because if they don't, then they're we are teaching them in that moment uh, that oh you you do what I say, not as I do kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh. You don't say what I say. You do what I say kind of thing. Yeah. That is teaching us as children when we were children, and those of us who have children still that we are bringing up that you're teaching your children. To suppress what they feel. But when somebody but as they get adults and they are still suppressing how they feel and they're ending mm-hmm. up in all types of situations, I parents, you're not know, gonna like this, but you got yourself to blame for that. You know why? Yeah. Because you taught them to shut it up when they need to speak up. And then we have the nerve, the gall, and the mitigated gall to be mad because they're not standing up for themselves. We are mm-hmm. giving them conflicting information depending on if it's good for us not to hear what they have to say. See, mm-hmm. listen, some of the words in the Bible says you know, out of the mouth of babes, right? Yeah. Um, th- the children are the closest to God, whatever you call God. The children are the closest to God than we will ever be as adults because they have not been tainted.
0: Yeah, they're the They have not
1: been tainted. They're the purest. They're, and they're, they're purest. going to mm-hmm. share with you the truth. So it doesn't matter what your religious background is We are all humans. We are all spiritual beings having human experience in this particular realm that we're in, we call Earth, and that we all can stand to gain and change some of those foul ways, some of those things that have been programmed in us to think we should be. Now, we have mm. the parents that have programmed us. We have the schools that have programmed us. We have the institutions of religion that have programmed us. We have the television or the television that has programmed us. <laughs> and we have grown further and further away from us as individuals. And we don't know who we are. So what I do is is I, I just I'm just like internal. My, my company name is Internal Growth and Wellness. Mm-hmm. It's internal growth and wellness. You have to be turn, inter- You have to grow internally. You have to heal things internally. So I'm just like a shower, warm shower, and mm-hmm. I'm just we just showering off other people's shit. Okay, mm. I'm showering off mama shit. I'm showering off daddy shit. grandmas, aunties, <laughs> uncles, cousins, friends, the teachers, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the the preachers, the pastors. I'm showering off their shit so that you can see who you really are. And you might be a little bit upset in the beginning when you find out Mm. that you are not all you hold yourself to be, Mm. but you can become everything you desire or that you are supposed to be in this time, in this lifetime. You can become that by recognizing where you are in that moment, just accepting what is as is Mm -hmm. without any... Blame, shame, without any frustration, but see yourself in a light of compassion. Right. And when you're able to have compassion for yourself, you can have compassion for others. So to answer your question, it doesn't matter where yeah. you come from. Right. I see wow. you. I see the light in you. I see the God in you. And I'm going to shine the light in the dark spaces so you can, too. Oh, man. Good job. Good
0: job. T- t- talk, about, uh, t- talk about the role in forgiveness in, in growth. Because I, I know that's okay I, I learned that a long time ago. I, I think that's the key to any relationship to any and I'm not talking right. about just boyfriend, girlfriend. I'm talking about right. work relationship, friendship, whatever. Talk talk about the role of forgiveness. Mm. Forgiveness is key to
1: exploring and experiencing a peaceful existence. Forgiveness is Looking at someone that has done you a disservice or um, Mm -hmm. been cruel to you, whether it's physically, emotionally, financially, verbally, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and seeing that person from a compassionate set of eyes and saying, now you ain't got to keep dealing with them, but Mm -hmm. you can see where they are and love them for who Mm -hmm. they are in that moment because they did said or whatever toward you Mm -hmm. so that you can learn it's a lesson in it for you when you look at it and shift your perspective it's easy to forgive when somebody does you a disservice in any way if you look at it and say you know what where am I in this situation did I see it before it happened because most of the times we do um, mm-hmm. why did I accept such behavior you if it, it's always pointing the finger back to yourself and yeah. saying where am I in this situation and let mm-hmm. me go ahead and forgive I'm gonna thank them thank you mm-hmm. thank you for mm-hmm. lying on me thank you for stealing my money thank you for hitting me <laughs> thank you for and it sounds crazy right because why would I think that mm-hmm. I'm thanking right. the city si- situation because Mm -hmm. without that situation I wouldn't be able to see the light of me that allowed for that situation to take place now and not in every situation let me let Mm -hmm. me clarify not in every situation will one be the catalyst or responsible for it right because Mm -hmm. you can't you can't you're not responsible for somebody that you don't even know coming up and doing and 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 robbing you or doing whatever they're going to do You can't you're not responsible for that. Mm -hmm. Um, However, you 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 hold a responsibility to forgive that person, no matter how challenging it may be, because if you don't forgive that person, you are at that moment planting a seed within yourself that is going to do nothing but grow. And it is going to turn into a virus that is going to show itself in every way of your life. In every right. area of your life. And you might not see it in the beginning, mm-hmm. but it will continue to grow as you as you water it and nurture it. And watering mm-hmm. it and nurturing it is simply not acknowledging that it's there right. and not forgiving. <clears throat> forgiving sets the soul free. That's forgiving is for me, not for the
0: other person. Not for the individual. Right. Exactly. That's yeah, um, for me. Yeah. Uh just a, a quick story. Quick story. Um I grew up Okay. I, I grew up hard and my my pops was, I, I did not like my father. I love my father because he gave me life, but I did not like him as a man. I did not like the person that he was. And that went on forever. And so you fast forward into my marriage and where, you know, I wanted to give these feelings to my wife and I would tell her these things. And she'd always tell me, just get over it. And, you know, that's just where she was in her journey because her upbringing was different from mine. And so mm-hmm. I was struggling with it one night. And this was years, years, years. And she's like, you know, you need to call him. It's like, no, nah, I'm not going to call him. like, Sean, you need to call him. So my pops never answers the phone when you call. That is not his job. He will let you know. That is not his job. <laughs> my, mom, my mom's the one who answers the phone. So it was late one night mm-hmm. and I called him. And who picks up the phone? My father. Because mm-hmm. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to get out of it. I'm going to call. Hey, mama, you know, pops and I'm gonna hang up, but my father happened to answer. Mm -hmm. So I gave him all this that I was holding against him. And I just gave it to him. I mean, to the point where I was exhausted at the end of it, I was sweating. And his answer to me was, okay, old dude. Which threw me into a rage. Because I didn't know Mm -hmm. what I was looking for. I didn't know the answer that I was looking for. Um, But I Mm -hmm. definitely know it wasn't that because that just made me feel even worse. And we Mm -hmm. got off the phone. And so I was still spiraling, just spiraling, and a group of us went camping one year and we're up way up in the mountains somewhere and it's just us. And I'm sitting out on a bench. Everybody else is in their tents. I'm trying to make this quick. Um, And there's a woman who went camping with us who I had never met before prior to that night. And she came out of her tent and we're just sitting out there talking and she's telling me her life story, the hardships in which she's had, which, you know, I wouldn't have known unless she had told me. And which brought my guard down to let her know what I was struggling with, with my father. And she said Mm -hmm. the same thing to me that you just said. What you Mm -hmm. gave him wasn't for him. It was for you. And for whatever reason, a hundred people could have told me that a hundred different ways and I wouldn't have been able to receive it. But because my guard was down and I was receptive toward her, when she said Mm -hmm. it made total sense. And Mm -hmm. it it made me search out, you know, some of the other things that he had growing on in his background. So and he did the best that he could with us emotionally, Mm -hmm. mentally, uh, verbally that he could. You know, Mm -hmm. some of the things that went on in his background were abusive. Um, His father Mm -hmm. used to wake him and his brother up at 3 a.m., 4 a.m. in the morning, wake them up out of their sleep and beat them for what they might do that day. And when you hear those kinds of stories, you know, it just it makes you pity him as opposed to be angry at him. And so, you know, you fast forward to where, you know, you're just kind of disciplining yourself where you see him differently. You don't see him with the prowess. You don't see this man who's done this harm to you. You don't see this man who's just this physical specimen of intimidation. And, mm-hmm. you know, you just see him as, you know, because you you know that when he's by himself, he's sad. And he has people around mm-hmm. him, but he's lonely because he doesn't have a connection with any of them, even my mom. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just like, wow, I'm, I'm the one who's tripping. I'm the one who's tripping. So I, I took that off me and I was able to give that to him where i just be in his midst and absorb whatever he had to say after that. And it changed our relationship. But mm-hmm. what, you, what you just said was so, so appropriate for me, man. It's just like, you know, that wasn't for him. It's for you. And the key to any relationship key to ending. it doesn't mean you have to deal with them it doesn't mean you got to fuck with them on any kind of level but you know mm-hmm. you need to forgive them just to move forward just to take that power back just to mm-hmm. take that focus back um, because if right. you don't it, it, it will consume you it will consume you and I've been there where I've been in my head and I've lost money or I've lost relationships because I'm focused on other things other than what I should be focusing on which is making me better right. so that, that that was this. I tried to make that short. I couldn't. hurry <laughs> <laughs> about it. <laughs> Sometimes oh, a story
1: just needs to be told. Okay.
0: Yeah, you know, and you know, I, I miss him. Um, I, I miss him all the time because our relationship changed when my mother passed. The best thing that ever happened to his and our mm-hmm. relationship, um, in the connected realm, my mother got sick and she died. And once she mm-hmm. died, I was the only one around. My other siblings were. Out. So it, I was the only one at the house with him. I used to go by there and stay all the time. And he had all these stories he wanted to tell about my mother and how much he loved her and how much he cared about her. And not just being honest, I didn't know how to receive it. I was like, pops, what the fuck? I don't want to hear this. I don't. I wish you would have told me this when she was around. I wish you would have told mm-hmm. me this when, when, I was growing up, it would have made me a better man going into, you know, young man going into manhood. It would have made me a better father. It would have made me a better husband. It would have made me a better student. I would have been able to hear these stories and relate. And he would just give them to me anyway. And once I started mm-hmm. disciplining myself a little bit and it has nothing to do with I, but I could, I could at least absorb it. I, I could see the pain on him. Mm-hmm. I, I, I could see, you know, he lost his, his, really his only friend not just his best friend you know that's the title but his only friend and he didn't have anybody mm-hmm. else to give that to and you started mm-hmm. i did anyway i would start to pity him as opposed to mm-hmm. be angry at him or judge him it's like man that, that's got to be tough it's got to be tough mm-hmm. to go to bed and wake up with that on you every single day especially with all these regrets mm-hmm. so you know, and, and our relationship became really close where we talk all the time and we moved him out to mm-hmm. um, near my brother. So my brother could keep an eye on him. And he passed mm-hmm. two years, two years and two months exactly after she died. And I was mad. I, I, I was I was cursing God. I was like, I just mm-hmm. don't get it. I was like, how can you give me this? I'm just getting to know this guy. I'm just getting to like him. These are the things I've been asking for. How could you take him away from me at this time? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it it's just, you know, when I look back at it now, you know, it, it, it made me, he gave me the time that I needed with him. The universe gave me the time that I needed mm-hmm. with him in that to finish that healing part of me, you get mm-hmm. it? Where, where we could mm-hmm. laugh and have conversations and, and just talk about any and everything. And just, you know, in, in, in the phone call, All right. Pops, love you, man. I'll talk to you soon. And while I've never heard my father say he loved me back, The the okay old dude, you could hear that in his in his tone when he tell me goodbye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But forgiveness. Forgiveness is a powerful thing. So obviously I need to tell that story.
1: Man. Absolutely. And I needed to hear it because. Um, we get so caught up sometimes, Sean, in when something happens. But the fact that it happens, it happens in divine timing. It happens exactly right. the way it's supposed to, when it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. It is up to us to grasp um, what is happening in the moment it's happening. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't matter of its hindsight, 2020, you still have those stories. You still have what is required um, from him in those moments that he gave it to you through those stories that helped, I'm sure, um, to change some perspectives of yours, to alter some Mm -hmm. behaviors of yours. And it didn't matter when it happened. It happened when it was supposed to happen. Like everybody, one of the things that helps me when I'm in a space where um, I'm not quite accepting what is, um, I have to, when I realize I'm resisting what's actually going on in any situation, I say everything is as it should be, even when it doesn't feel good. Mm. that is a trigger to me, that's my trigger phrase that I use for myself, I tell my clients, I I call them my babies, I tell my babies, I tell Mm -hmm. my children, uh, my siblings, whenever they're going through something, I just say that, I Mm. say that everything is as it should be, even when it doesn't feel good, in other words, this is what it is, this is what you need in this moment, even if you don't like it, Right. You probably can't see why you need it in this moment, but if you just accept it, when you accept what is as is with no resistance, then mm-hmm. you will start to hear, see, feel, taste, and touch the reasons why this is taking place. So mm. the reason why we it's so much. It's because we're not accepting what it is as is. That's another something that I teach my babies. It's a, a practice right. that we learn through exercise. Right. But yeah, so everything was the way it was supposed to be. And I can hear the growth in your share. I can hear your personal growth in your share. We don't know things about each other other than what we're sharing right now. Um, I can actually feel your growth. I can feel even still, um, little bit of, you know, man, I wish I had a couple more years. Um, even today, I still wish I had a couple more years because what we, what we were developing was so good, but what you all developed was exactly what's required for you that you Mm -hmm. can shift change and alter and, and, and pour some of that goodness that you
0: learned from dad into your babies. Yeah. 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 And, you know, um, Wow. And that that is so appropriate. Once again, you know, I I think about my boys and my my pops was a hardworking man. He wasn't a person that you could talk to, but he set the examples that he knew how to set. And Mm -hmm. I I, I tried to balance that, especially with my oldest. Um, I wanted to Mm -hmm. be everything to him that my father wasn't. I wanted to be approachable. I wanted to be knowledgeable. I wanted to be carefree. I wanted to be attentive. I wanted to be funny, all those things. Mm -hmm. And those things, that part of the relationship came very, very natural for me. Um, the issue mm-hmm. that I had with raising him was the discipline part because I didn't want to just, dis- I didn't want to blow up the way my father blew up where he'd always put hands on us and, you know, take mm-hmm. the wind from us or our, our bloody, our nose or, or, or something like that. And um, w- based on, if, if I had not had that experience, that's part of it. If I had not had that part, of experience with my father i wouldn't be able to balance it the way i did with my son initially being especially being you know a a younger dad Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know i i I miss i miss the conversations where right now and i'm I'm talking about the last two years in which he was around where i could i just Mm -hmm. i could tell him anything and not not necessarily looking for an answer but i could tell him anything and it wasn't yeah. uh, re- re- retorted or, or looked down on or or any of that because you know I know he had a ton of regrets about the way he raised us and if you mm-hmm. let him tell it he swore he never hit us which, which mm. even now even now, mm. <laughs> even now <laughs> you 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 really you have no idea even now it makes me laugh he got mad one time when we were hanging out he i and my other brother. And we used to talk about, you know, the, the beatings we used to get. And he'd be like, I ain't never hit y'all. And then he'd just walk away. And we look at each other like, is he serious? <laughs> so- yeah, he had convinced himself that
1: it had not happened, child. So it did not happen, okay?
0: Yeah, <laughs> Bobby, but, you know, but honestly, I, I think I think that was the one thing he was kind of holding on to. Because, you know, my pops had like a, what, ninth grade education? Um, okay. You know he, he, you know, he didn't have... According to him, he didn't have a lot. He was raised hard and and he did some Mm. things even without that education, which I look back on now, and makes me realize how much strength and how smart you have to be in order to accomplish those things. Um, like right. he started an organization called the Sons of Watts, which at one time rivaled the Black Panthers in the '60s, and then later mm-hmm. on connected with them and started doing the same things together. And they were recognized mm-hmm. by the state of California. I still have that plaque uh, hanging now. Um, so oh, I look beautiful. at those kind of things, yeah. And I did. He did those things without a edu- without a real formal education. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I look, I have that to give to my son. You know, those, that kind of strength, I have that in me. You know, I, I don't Absolutely. necessarily have to have, yeah, I don't have to have the negatives, but those, those kind of strengths. And I still have some of that, that knucklehead is in me also. You know, I, yeah. I am a reformed, I am, I'm a reformed knucklehead. You know, I've done some stuff. Okay, and talk about that all the time and I don't shy yeah. away from it because it allows me right. to talk to kids who um are at the, at a stage in their life where they need me. They right. really do. They need right. Um, mm-hmm. talk, talk about your inner standing, and I know I hear you say that. So, so let let's make people understand what you mean by understanding.
1: Okay, um, first, let's break down understanding. I am just you look at the word understanding. You are under mm-hmm. um, a, a a perspective. Um, You don't Mm -hmm. quite understand it. Understanding is when you have have a, a look inside of you and you understand how it is relating to you. You can understand a person. You can understand a subject matter. You can understand an object. You can understand an animal. You can mm. understand spirits, you can understand because you see how it is relatable to you. So my right. objective is to get people to, to gain an understanding because you mm. can never get an overstanding of anything until you have an understanding of it. Mm. So the key is coming is, is to be in the middle of everything. I always say, come back to the middle, right? By right. the <laughs> Right, um, there you go. I, I, yeah, I always like to be in the middle. So so the in the middle is the understanding. It's your harmony. It's your space of peace. Right. Even in the times where somebody's acting a nut, you can look yeah. and see and quickly understand who they are. Right. And you can be in a space of, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and move back and let this person have their way, do their thing. I'm just gonna remove myself from the situation. See, when you have an understanding of a person, then you don't see the pain of why they're acting the way that they're acting, the turmoil that they must be in to be acting Mm -hmm. such a fool toward you or anyone else for that matter. So you have an understanding and your understanding causes you to act out in a way that is not conducive to your growth and it's not beneficial for anybody.
0: Mm -hmm. How how, how would you you make someone... Right now, I, I mean, you know, I, I'm not meaning to cut you off. And I, I'm, I'm, ooh, when that, when you just said that, I can think of several people who come to mind because I think they're stuck a little bit. Nothing against them. I just think they're stuck with where they are. How would you go about mm-hmm. making someone mindful of that? Mindful of the oh. fact that they
1: don't understand or mindful yeah. of the fact that they're, okay. Um, how do you make someone mindful that they are not in a space of understanding? Because they can only point the finger at someone else. Mm-hmm. They can only pinpoint what someone else has said or what they're doing or how they're acting. They, cannot, they only see the actions of and cannot see beyond that.
0: Mm-hmm. They, can,
1: um, they can't see the inside of a person. They can't um, tell that there is pain in the actions of that person when it is of a lower vibration. Explain, you know they can't see it um, and uh-huh. I uh there are several steps that I go through with um, my babies um, to mm-hmm. help them to be able to come to a point of understanding and each person is different it depends on the genetic makeup of that, of that person the psyche right. the mental the 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 uh, emotional maturity of that person there are several <laughs> different things you have to kind of gauge when you are speaking to an individual um, to know exactly what what is necessary for them to, to see where they are. And then mm. they will at that moment be like, ah, oh, it's like a light bulb going off. That's why I always Go say ahead. I I'm I'm like a beacon of light that shines in the dark areas of somebody so that they can Go see ahead. it. Because you can't mm-hmm. see anything you
0: can't you can't heal anything you can't see. Yeah. Yeah. Or or, or even acknowledge. And that's exactly. that, that was yeah, that's why I was asking is you know, um, wow, yeah, we, we, we need to see healing. Yeah, yeah, we, we need to send some people your way. <laughs> <laughs> healing,
1: they need healing. You know, and yeah, everybody, see the everything. the thing is, is that healing is so commercialized now. It's so funny um, mm. how you have a lot of talking about mm-hmm. well, before it was something that wasn't um, mentioned often. And it was uh, in some people's minds for a different race of people to do. Um,
0: mm. But we-
1: we now are speaking about it more. I think that there are some who are on the money train with it and don't do nothing but take people money. Um, wow. They don't have anything to show for it. They don't have people that can say that they literally have something that they can use for the rest mm-hmm. of their lives. They ha- they can't, a lot of people don't give foundational principles and practices for people to use. And then you have That's some wow. that do. So I just want to say to anybody that is looking to uh, to heal, make certain that you consult your spirit first. When I say your spirit, check with yourself and mm-hmm. see how that person feels when you listen to their content, because everything is on social media now. Mm. Listen to listen to the vibrational frequencies of their voice, not mm. what they say, because people can say anything because uh, AI can now create it for you. Okay, that sounds really, really good. But I want you to listen to the vibrational frequencies and the tones that they're using when they speak. You can tell if they've lived it. Mm. You can tell if they're coming from a space of personal experience. You I you can tell. Please listen to not what they say, but how it feels. You have to listen to what it's making you feel like and I'm not talking about a temporary feel good because you're like Mm -hmm. yeah because you upset because they said something that you uh, you you don't have enough courage to say to somebody else and they said it for you I'm not talking about that passive aggressive kind of stuff I'm talking Mm -hmm. about listening to what they're saying and watching them when they're live a lot of people like to go live now watch
0: them when they're live
1: (laughs) okay Watch. I'm
0: sorry. Yeah, I I
1: get it. Watch them. Watch (laughs) how some comments can tick them off. Watch how quickly (laughs) they lose their cool. You oh. listen to them long enough, they'll tell on themselves. I'm telling oh. you. Don't, when you yeah. So, if you want to heal, listen to the person. Listen to the vibrational <laughs> frequency of that person, what they're saying. You have to, mm. don't waste your money, baby, because exchange and don't allow people to come into your space and come into your energy that mm-hmm. is of a lower vibration because they're going to do nothing but rob you. Mm. Rob uh, you yeah, of that... your money, rob you of your energy, rob you of your time, rob you of some yeah. of your
0: gifts, love your peace. Yeah, you're right. Yes, apps. You're absolutely right. Peace is important. Talk about that all the time. Talk about um, the benefits of going on a spiritual retreat. You need to go expecting to receive
1: something, yeah. and um, you, you need to go expecting to receive something. You should never walk away from a healing retreat the same way, and you should always. Um, walk away from a retreat with foundational principles that can assist you when you're not there. When mm-hmm. you're not there, you need to be able to be assisted when you're not there. You need to have a way um, there should be some nuggets, a tool that has been dropped in your spirit, honey, that you can t- mm-hmm. jot down and you can implement in your life. Um, I, um, when, when I host um, or yeah, when I host spiritual retreats, I, mm-hmm. um, I ensure that it is of purpose. Uh, The last one I had was a three-city tour. It was called Shake That Shit Off and Shift. And (laughs) it was myself and four others, you know, and it's about Mm -hmm. knowing thyself, knowing thy mission, and knowing thy power. You have to know your power. You have to know who you are to know you know your power. And, and and you have to know who you are and know your power and to know how to implement it within your mission. So right. my objective in that particular space was to bring people to a place of awareness of where they are in the right now moment mm-hmm. so that they can see where they should think so that they can go ahead and clean it up. It's all about wow. for me retreats for me that I host are always about you being able to see who you are in that moment and what's stopping you from getting you where you need to be and how right. you can get there, what you can do to get there. So if you don't have a space, if you don't go to a retreat, that's going to point out where
0: you are, that's going to mm-hmm. highlight what
1: you're not willing to see, then you're mm-hmm. wasting your money.
0: How how would someone, how would somebody identify that they're actually ready for that? Or how do you think and I, I can only speak for myself um and just mm-hmm. telling another story uh mm-hmm. my 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 wife my wife and i my ex my son's mom and i um we mm-hmm. didn't we didn't want to we didn't want to know god we had no we had no inkling to get anywhere close to him even though we had elder people telling us to find a you know a faith-based church and people who have been there mm-hmm. we're like nah nah mm-hmm. nah we got it <laughs> we got mm-hmm. it and true true story mm-hmm. And this this is a true story and she'll hear it and she can piggyback on this with me we got married leading up to the honeymoon leading up to the honeymoon that kind of stuff honeymoon for two weeks came back within two months we were in counseling within two months mm-hmm. of that we were in counseling um mm-hmm. but it was we we didn't know why we were gone we just knew we weren't getting along so mm-hmm. we were both doing a lot of finger pointing more so um one party because the other party wasn't allowed to speak which is fine now but at the time it just it, it wasn't working um mm-hmm. and what we i wound up going on a men's retreat and that mm-hmm. helped me in in the sense that there were a group of men majority of them married they all had the same issues that i have who i had never been mm-hmm. able to speak to before and i i was telling them you know what was going on in my marriage and that kind of stuff and they were laughing mm-hmm. at me which i took personally but then they say, yeah, mm-hmm. no, young blood. We're not laughing at you, man. We just all been there." And it right. was great. It was great to hear. It was great to hear and have that kind of that that kind of community, even if just for the weekend. Where it's like, you know what? I'm I'm not special by any means. I'm I'm not the only one by any means. And it changed my outlook on um, on my marriage and and how I would interact with my wife and how I would respond mm-hmm. to, to to triggers, which I didn't even really know I had. And mm. it, it was it was helpful. Like, I didn't know what I was going up there to receive, but I got what I needed from there and I brought it back and mm-hmm. was able to implement it into my marriage. And that's why I asked mm-hmm. that. How, how, how would somebody who doesn't know and, you know, just and not ready to step out on faith? Because, how, 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 listen,
1: you're tired. You're tired. Yeah. You're tired. Yeah. You know, God, you know. <laughs> listen, I, listen, it's got to be better. You got to yeah. be at your point where, you know, something got to change. I know yeah. I, I want to improve in this area. I want to improve in that area. I want to be better. I'm not the very best. But you have to be honest with yourself. A lot of times people like to lie to themselves, honey. Mm. And and that's why you stay stuck and stagnant because you lie into yourself. You mm. have people around you that help you lie to yourself.
0: Mm.
1: I'm going to stop mm. for a second hmm Let that marinate. You have people ar- around you that will help you lie to yourself and, and hype you on in your low vibrational behavior. Mm. Because they're getting a kick out of it because they're low vibrational too. All, all doing is building a, a breeding ground of shit. Yeah. You have you have to get to a space to where you're tired. You gotta be tired. You gotta be tired of your own shit. You gotta be tired of going through things. You gotta say, listen, okay. Mm-hmm. At one do I want to be like this for the rest of my life? Yeah, is this how I want to live for the rest of my life? This marriage that I'm in, I love mm-hmm. this woman to death, but she getting on my goddamn nerves. And I know <laughs> I'm not right. I know I'm not right. Yeah. I know that I do things she don't know about. I know that I have communication and conversation with my boys about things I wish I could talk to her uh, about. But I know that where she is right now, I can't do that. Where we are right now, it can't happen. when you vice versa with the women i tried this nigga still cheating on me excuse my french i don't mean to use that word i tried but he's still cheating on me and you know oh my god or i'm doing this i'm doing that listen you gotta get to a space where you're ready that's Mm -hmm. how you know i'm tired of doing this i'm tired of dealing with this and if you are seeking what you are seeking will come mm-hmm. to you. It'll manifest itself in front of you. You will open up your phone and bam, there it is. You will walk out the door, bam, somebody talking to you about something they about to get ready to go do. You don't even know them. It, you could be in the store. You can be driving down the street, a billboard will come. You, you can be just listening thought come up in your head. Right. When you are seeking, when you are seeking change, the opportunity for change will present itself to you. If you not see that, if you stuck and stagnant in the space that you're in right now, that's because your mm-hmm. ass won't be there. That's you won't mm. be there because if you tired of it, you will start seeking change. You'll start implementing, uh, your you will start actually utilizing your
0: adult powers. Man, say 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 that say that part again.
1: Utilizing your adult powers, baby. That's a whole nother segment in look in, in my sessions. Adult powers, yeah. baby, you got them.
0: You have yeah. them.
1: Use them. You gotta stop blaming everybody else for everything else and mm. realize and recognize that you play a part in everything that you are experiencing in this moment. You just mm. have to be honest enough with yourself to do so. Relational-wise, us as women, let me say this real quick. Listen mm-hmm. to me, ladies. I don't care if you like what I say when I say it or how I say it, because I'm giving what it is that I am given to give by a higher source. Sometimes I shock you with the words I say. Sometimes I get you in your feelings. That's the point. I need you to see where your shit stank. Because Mm -hmm. we need to recognize the power that we hold to create change. Specifically when it comes to our men. If we don't recognize that we can shift and alter a situation for the highest good. If we don't realize that we are here to build up, not to take down. Mm. We are going to continuously hurt ourselves. I don't care what any woman says. You might say it right now. Oh, you know what? Uh I don't need no man. I can be by myself. I I, I make this amount of money. I got these amount of degrees, honey. I'm good. Me and Mm -hmm. I can be by myself. I don't need to be with nobody. But baby, it's going to come a time when you're going to realize that you can't turn that cap on that on that jelly jar. You're going to need somebody (laughs) stronger than you to do that. Okay, you're going to need something to be fixed. That you can't even oh. you you can't do. It. You just I mean you can't do it, baby. You can't do it. You're gonna need a man for that. Whether it's a whether it's your your brothers, whether it's your uncles, whether it's your male cousins or your homeboys, you're gonna need a man for mm-hmm. something. And I'm not saying that to say that only a man is, is useful only for what he can do. I'm saying mm-hmm. that lies that you tell when you speak on a metaphysical level about mm-hmm. you not needing a man, we need each other collectively. We yeah. are collectively in need of one of them. Um, one another yep. we are it, it, there is no me without him there is no him you know there, there is no him without me we need one another yep. we need we are better together and if you look at in those of you women who say you don't need a man I want you to look at your relationships with uh, the men in your life whether mm. it's your brother cousin or whatever I want you to look at those relationships and mm. see how they are mm. and, and see how you are with them and they are with you And if they are wonderful, then you can be that very same way with a man of your Hmm. choosing. You can be, because you choose... You choose a man will pursue, and you choose. I want you to understand that, woman. You choose that man. That man can pursue you because he desires you. But it is you who make the choice to open up the door for that to take place. Anything to take place. So you look at how you are with the men in your life. If you're good with them, you can be good with a man on an intimate level in your life. Mm. If if you are, if your relationships are full of chaos, that's why you probably say you don't need no man Mm. because. you don't know how to treat them. You don't know how to lift them up. You don't know how to love on them. You don't know how to speak to them. You don't know how to speak. See, we speak to the physical being. Instead, we need to speak to the higher form of that being. When mm-hmm. I, I'm speaking to you right now, Sean, we're communicating. And mm-hmm. I'm communicating with the higher essence of you.
0: Mm. Wow.
1: Wow. When I speak to a man, I speak to his highest essence. So that way I know how to love on him. I know what to say, when to say it, and how to say it. All women have that
0: capability. Wow. And see, th- this is how I found you. And I, I, was just, I was scrolling through the reels. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, shoot. I thought, like, okay, that's, that's massaging me the right way. Where can I find Mm. some of that? Where can I find some Mm -hmm. of that? And I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, I've had that conversation with people. And just like you said, on both sides, it's like if anyone is at a stage in their life where they're saying all men are, or Mm. they're saying all women are, Mm -hmm. you are in that group. I don't care what they tell you. If they're telling you all men are, but not you, baby. If they're telling you all mm-hmm. women are oh, but not you, baby, trust me, mm. you are in mm. that dynamic. Pay, yes, pay, you
1: attention. And you, pay, attention. pay attention. Pay attention.
0: Yep, pay attention.
1: Pay, attention. Attention. pay attention. Listen, when I when I when I was guided, because I was guided to um that very first, well. I was doing side by sides with other people who spoke my language. When I say that, I said spoke the frequency in which I speak on about our men, and mm-hmm. I have been doing it for years. All of my personal pages have been uh, to honor and love and to share love with our men. Um, and uh, Instagram was just like nine hundred folk, and I knew that those people were on the same vibrational frequency as I was. And Mm -hmm. I'd always shared those messages. And then I started doing side by sides uh, with other people who were on like frequencies, who shared the same Mm -hmm. um, desires as I have bringing unity to the male and female dynamic. And Mm -hmm. then I did, and then I I heard, now it's time to shock them, and I was like, oh crap, what you want me to do? You want me to let them see something else, some other part of me, instead of sitting Mm -hmm. there watching people talk? And, mm-hmm. and in the with what they say. And, you know, oh, that day I did that video. Shut up, honey. <laughs> and let him finish. That day I did that video. <laughs> I, I put it on there and put the phone down and went. I had a client and and then i i, I was was uh, you know enjoying and loving on my client and then i had a, my i had my own podcast and then so mm-hmm. i was i had batch recordings i had to do with my co-host and then i had uh, a, another client all right yeah yeah, yeah. mhm and then i you know i had to go in and and um meet with some friends so mm. i didn't pick that thing back up and look back at thing until like almost 2 days later It was Mm. already at 500,000 views. And I was like, how is that even possible?
0: People need to hear it though. So
1: so I started (laughs) replying to people that were on there. And in that video, I was able to feel the pain of Mm. a lot of our men. I was Mm -hmm. able to see where a lot of them are grown boys. I was able to see how our women were little girls that were in grown women's bodies and I was like all right then Spirit why you have me do this what you want me to do now because mm-hmm. I'm only posting when, you, when, when I'm guided to post on what I'm guided to post and, and Spirit said all right you keep on nurturing that particular video by mm-hmm. loving on those men and sharing perspectives and I soon will send someone that's going to comment that's going to speak on a male's behalf that they're going to shut up and listen to I mm-hmm. paint that comment I pinned that comment to the top. And then I heard it's going to be a woman that's going to see it and get it and share her perspective. And about two weeks later, I think it was, maybe even longer than that, a woman posted. And I pinned that. So I got two pinned comments on that particular post that (laughs) shares a heel perspective or perspective. Well, from the male, it was a heel perspective. From the female dynamic, it was a, oh, my God, I see me. And now I need to change that. So I wanted people to see that perspective. People still going off on it now. It has like 1.5 million views on the thing. Um, Mm. But spirit said, now you are to display some of your personal attributes. You are to display how you love on your man. I have a man and a woman. You Mm. are, I believe in polygamy. Mm. You are to display how you are with your mate and to share how you are with him. So Mm. I do like little skits and share how I am on a regular basis Mm. and the women they started calling me pick me I had to be like girl listen here I don't need to be picked I don't want (laughs) nothing from now one of these brothers I want them to be able to see honey I want them to yeah. be able to see that, that you. this is how you can be treated. Now, mm-hmm. everybody has their own special sauce and way of doing things. But mm-hmm. I wanted to display how a man can be loved on. And then I began to um, be guided to speak directly to the man in the videos, the live videos that I do. And so mm-hmm. I just... I'm just guided to show and be an example. Now, I even say it on my videos. La- ladies, listen, man, sometimes I got to cover my face because it's all frowned up. And I don't want my man to see that. <laughs> and i be covering my face up. And when I cover my face up, it's a, it's a warning to me. Check your tone. Mm. It's a warning mm. to me. Now you, you want to speak to the physical man. I need you to step back and step into your higher self to speak to his higher self. Mm. And then my tone changes, the words I say change, everything that happens, my body language changes. I -hmm. have to observe and correct me as well. I let Mm. them know, hey, listen, woman, listen, as long as I am growing in this body, honey, I'm still going to be observing and correcting me. Right. I ain't perfect by a long shot. And I try to let the women know that, 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 listen, I'm continually learning and growing. And I want us as women to continue to learn and grow as well. It is imperative that we do so. It is imperative that we understand where who we are mm-hmm. as, as an energy and how being born in this time, in, in this energy, a feminine energy, a divine feminine energy, there are certain things that we are responsible for. A lot of people don't Mm -hmm. hear that. Same thing for men, but we're talking about women right now. There are certain Mm -hmm. things we are responsible for as women. Our energetic frequencies have a responsibility to do specific things. And we don't recognize that because we have been buried under the programming of those of them who want to keep us in a specific light. And I ain't talking about just color. I'm mm-hmm. talking about every female out there has this specific vanity about themselves that they are not nurturing and nourishing enough to bring to the forefront of their everyday existence.
0: Mm. Wow. That That's deep. Wow. Yeah. That's that, that, that's just, Wow. Wow, that's deep. And uh, like I, said, I, I, when I found you, um, in, and you talk about energy, you drew my attention with with your tone, and I was earful. Mm-hmm. After I was earful of that, you had my attention. I was like, okay, well, like, oh, well, she speak speaking truth. She's speaking truth. There's some people that need to hear this outside of myself because I know where I am in my journey, and I know how that would have been received back when I was different back when I was mm-hmm. different or, or like totally into like, you know, the, the Christian church or the Christian church I was going to, I would have been like, aha, see, it's you, not me. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Which, which, mm-hmm. Is, which mm-hmm. is totally wrong. But where I am mm-hmm. in my journey now, I'm able to receive it because there's no way you could take advantage of it. If you guys are, or, you know, you want someone, you guys want to be evenly yoked in, in that sense. Right. And I was like, okay. And, and she's speaking on that. And, it's, it's just washing over. It's washing over. It, it, it can layer in you. It can develop in you and it could grow out of you to be a better man and to be a better woman. And that's you know, that's what you want. You want healed relationships because we're all better when people are happy. I was having that conversation yes. last night. People don't people typically typically don't fuck with you if they're if they're happy, if, if they're happy in their journey and happy where they are people who, t- who really just mess with you or who poke at you and get at you, they're just not happy. They're not happy with themselves. And it, it really, you can't, yeah, you can't, you can't take it personally because it really has nothing to do with you. It's where they are in their journey. And you are just an energy for them to direct that to. And I totally feel that people who are unhappy, they don't want to see anybody around them in a good mood they really don't it, it's like not. it's like nails yeah it's like nails on a chalkboard to them and that's you know my, my mm-hmm. personal personal T- that's true yeah T- talk about your influences Or do, do you have any books um anybody you listen to regularly anybody you look up to um how, how, talk mm. talk about any influences that you have
1: Okay. Um, My influences are everything that is around me. Um, Mm -hmm. When I say that, I mean to say that everything is an influence. It's whether, it's how I look at that influence and what I Mm -hmm. decide to do with that influence. Mm -hmm. What I do is I take away those things that are of higher perspective, a higher vibration, and everything Mm -hmm. else I leave to the wayside. It just teaches me what I need not do. Um, Hmm. So I don't have any specifics of anyone that I look up to. I um, place all of my peace in that of a higher power. I place all of my joy in that of a higher power. Consistent, it is unwavering, it is mm. joyful, It it, it, yeah. it is uh, infinite. You know, I so I and I dis, and I understand to a mm-hmm. point and to, to a point of understanding that mm-hmm. I am to a certain extent responsible for my own personal power yeah. and. And I determine and dictate. I've read lots of books, brother. I have when mm-hmm. I've read lots and lots of books. I'm currently in studies now and school right. now because um, uh, I'm evergreen and growing, never ripe and rotten. And that's what I say to my babies. That's what I've been saying that for like years. We have to be evergreen and growing and never ripe and mm-hmm. rotten. When you when you stop growing, you start to stink. Yeah, you start wow. to stink. So I'm in school now. Um, I'm on a journey of um, ordination. Um, mm-hmm. where I am allowing and not the typical of what most people think that is. I am allowing myself to be governed in, in uh, more in depth. Um, so my main and only influence to be in all honesty is that mm-hmm. of a higher power. Um, uh, that's the only thing I will allow to influence me to dictate my actions. Even mm-hmm. when everything around me has a form of influence, I ask Mm-hmm. And this is foreign to some people. I ask, OK, so I see the higher perspective of this particular situation, this person, what they said, how they acted. I see this higher perspective. Am I supposed to take that and incorporate that into my life or am I just supposed to be able to view it so that I can relate to somebody else who's coming after them to uh, for me to mm-hmm. assist them so that I can relate to it? So am I supposed to incorporate that or am I supposed to hold it and 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 recall it when someone else is coming to me that I need to be able to be to be relatable? in our communication and healing. So I've read a lot of books, brother. Like I've had a lot of um, influences um, um, from various people. Um, However, I've only allowed that to be an influence because it was said to me, yes, Mm -hmm. that is what you need. That's a nugget you need to pick up and you need to start to implement it. You need to marry it. You need to create harmony with it because you're going to need that on your journey for your own personal growth, you. So, I don't really have a person or a book mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. has been of a a major impact or influence in my life. Right. Um,
0: right. Just out of a higher power. Yeah, I, I like that. I, I like that, man. I, that's going to make me start looking at some things differently. <laughs> some things, mm-hmm. that, you know. I, I, you know. <laughs> so I, I I'm look, telling look, you, look, we all people. Yeah, seriously, though, man, you know, it has nothing to do with, you know, I have this or I'm right all the time or anything like that. But but where is that coming from? And it's like, OK, I'm, I'm going to start looking at that differently. You know, I look at the influences that, you know, where people may have said something that kind of clicked with, clicked with me or, you know, they, they mm-hmm. may have left me left me a word or two or, or or even a moment, you know, where it's just like, you know, I can definitely mm-hmm. see myself carrying that with me you know, on the daily. But yeah, as as right. far as a regular as far as a regular influence, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start looking at that differently, just the way you put it. Wow. T- talk about the role of uh spiritual healing and how you see it evolving or expanding for you in particularly and how you how you approach that in your teaching. Okay. Um the evolution of
1: spiritual healing has started to become tainted. Anytime and I, a lot of people might think I'm crazy, um, not because it, it doesn't mean it's not genuine, but anytime the mainstream media starts to get a hold to something, it becomes wow. tainted. Yes. Um, Yes. before it was just a little group of us honey it mm. wasn't that many and we knew everybody personally then all of a sudden you got these shamans self-proclaimed shamans hero, uh, uh, gurus um, mm. healers that just pop up out of nowhere and they put mm. the clothes on that people think that they're supposed, they didn't copied it and read a book honey or seen some pictures or watched a movie <laughs> or something and seen a specific way of dressing honey and they just oh. they became a fad so right. the evolution of spirituality is becoming very tainted um, mm-hmm. unfortunately and it makes it very challenging um, a lot of people feel that everything you need is inside of you well we are mm-hmm. truth and fact universes within ourselves however we are they're also outside there are also what? outside things that govern we don't we just like we don't we, we really believe that we matter so much that we can mm-hmm. we can do everything and that's a lie mm-hmm. There are things outside of you that govern. If that sun stopped shining, where would we be? Mm, I want you to think about that. Okay. If it stopped raining, no more rain, where would we be? Yeah. Okay. Right. I'm just saying we there's some there's things that happen that you cannot explain. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. you that created that situation. It was something outside of you. Mm-hmm. Well, What would you be? How would you be able to be if the, those phenomena of 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 events that take place that have a high vibrational effect on us? What where would we be? Mm-hmm. What would we be? Yeah. Come on now. So spirituality unfortunately has started to take a turn um toward a lower vibration um everybody needs to be initiated into something um and yes there are ways to be initiated through you know self-initiation um through certain things your life that you live Mm. is an initiation in itself um Mm. whether you whether whether or not you completely allow yourself to be initiated in it um before you transcend is, is up to you. Um, Mm -hmm. the only thing that we as spiritual beings have an obligation to do is Mm -hmm. to follow, um, laws and Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about the laws of the land. Um, and, and, and those laws aren't written. So you have Mm -hmm. to take yourself to a, a specific place, um, spiritually to to be able to understand them and um we can change this thing Mm and the the way it's going but we have to change within ourselves like um we have to first recognize and see that we need the changing and then have compassion not pity Mm. but compassion Mm. compassion for where someone, is, from where someone is in their lives right. And, right. and not allow it to uh, dictate how we treat them. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's gonna sound crazy, but I'm gonna still love somebody who's murdered someone else the same way I'm gonna mm-hmm. love somebody yeah. who just had a baby. You know why? Because love is is not conditional. Right. When I say I love you, I love you. Now, you're going to be held responsible as above, so below in all realms for your yeah. actions. But mm-hmm. I'm not here to judge what you do. You take somebody away from me um, that, that, that that I love dearly through mm-hmm. acts of violence. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, I'm in this human form. I am going to be angry for a minute. I'm going to be hurt. I'm going to be sad. I'm going to cry. But I still am charged to love you. Yeah. That's wow. a hard thing to do. Listen, I got some people in my life right now. I if I, you know, if if I wasn't trying to live a specific way, baby. <laughs> listen here. Breathe. That old project girl, that old project girl arise up. You Breathe. hear me? Preach man, but I know oh, that Lord, I know that doing oh, that, Sean, Sean. if I do that, I ain't gonna do nothing but hurt myself. I still gotta love them by anyway. They My say you can't, loving, oh, you can't walk around all love and light. You can't walk around all love. Yes, you can. You have preach. to choose it. Yes, you can. You have to choose yeah, it. Now I'm it's not telling choice. you, to, I'm not telling you to let somebody physically bring harm to you. Now people mm-hmm. can take stuff the wrong way. I'm not telling you defend yourself, but mm-hmm. do everything you can to avoid a situation. Mm. But if you have to defend yourself, you got to do. But I'm not saying let that be your first form of defense.
0: Right. Man, I I preach.
1: (laughs) You know, there are various ways. Listen, there's various ways we can come to this space. You know, and right now, what I've been charged to do, brother, is to bring Mm -hmm. women and men together. And that is one way of bringing about peace. That is one way of bringing opening up love. There are various ways and everybody is charged with different ways of doing things. That is just yeah. one of the ways that I've been charged to do it and to open up um, communication, honest, mm-hmm. open, and freeing communication of, amongst the male and female dynamic mm-hmm. um, so that we can resolve uh, the misconception and the untruths that have been shoved down our throats for centuries.
0: Right. Man, Yeah, that—that that is... Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm not going to let you go without telling people how they can find you. Give them all the information that they need.
1: Okay. Um, well, um, I have three, um, I have three um, social media sites. So one is YouTube and that is at in TGW, Internal Growth and Wellness, INTGW. Actually, you can find that at INTGW on Instagram, and on youtube and then mayet ajayib for my personal page where i speak about relations with male and female dynamics Mm -hmm. um i also have a podcast um with myself and my co-host uja wajet it's called spirit wisdom reset and that is where we talk about everything child we talk about (laughs) everything um we don't we don't hold it. pull back. I'm be cussing up like a sailor over there. We we <laughs> don't hold back. We really, you know, we, we You can find us um, at Spirit rhythm Reset. We're on Instagram, uh, YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook, mm-hmm. um, and we also we also use. Um, you you can also find us um, our audio, audio versions as. We're streaming on any of the platform. So those are the things that I am doing. They can reach me if they want to reach me um, with, via my website at intgw.com. And that is where I have uh, some of my past videos. Um, There is a community there. I haven't been pretty active in that community. I'm about restructuring it right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But there's a community there. If you want to be a part of that, Um, you can. It's free. Um, If you want to have one on one Reiki healing, I'm available for that as well. You can book that on my website, as well as any other things that I do um, that would cause for uh, a currency exchange.
0: I'm grateful I, I really am you know like like some you know some podcasts that I do you know people are familiar and I've known for years or since childhood you know how those are not how they're going to turn out but you know the flow and, mm-hmm. and there are others like this one it's like you know I've, I've learned some things um, I was able to connect and I was able to talk about things obviously which I, I needed to get off my chest And I'm thankful for you yeah. for that I am. I'm thankful. Yeah. So I'm. I'm gonna I'm replay this. i Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna replay this one over and over and over because it's helpful, and that was the whole reason behind me starting the podcast primarily because this is therapy for me. It is. Yeah. Connecting people, yeah. connecting with people, and talking to them. This this is therapy for me. So, thank you for this. I'm uh, honored. Thank you. Oh no! no thank God you. But <laughs> we are
1: both in a space of honor, and that is the place it should be in. Listen, yeah. I um, applaud you for your efforts. I applaud you for your love. I applaud you for the ability to see yourself for who you are and be on a in a space of continual growth and evolution. My desire for you is to stay in the space of peace so that you can hear clearly brother all that is destined to be yours it's already there you are walking toward it now i can feel it in our energetic exchange today i am honored that you thought of me in a in a manner to bring me to this space and to share with me what you share with me um and to Be in that space of openness. We too are unfolding, both you and I. We're continually unfolding into the best parts of ourselves, and I'm grateful to be here
0: to be a part of that with you. I I receive that, man. Yes, definitely going to keep in contact. Definitely going to keep. Absolutely, you better. I'll (laughs) be seriously man. I'm I'm sitting up here with my. You better. My fist fist raised. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like like a kid. I got my fist raised like yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. You're so Man. welcome. Oh, wow. Okay. I will talk to you soon, okay? Okay. Let me go. Let me go ahead and get off get off here and go have a good cry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, that, that, great. That, that I'm serious that that is emotional. Yeah, I'm emotional right now. That's that's great. Thank you, Mayette. Thank you. I will talk to you soon. You okay? Him. All, All right. Bye right. bye. You've been listening to me and the crew with your host, Sean E. Leverett, and special guest, Mayette Ajah E. Please listen, share, like, follow, and subscribe on your preferred platform to receive our content first.